The following is a production of WGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Lives. Welcome to another edition of the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and WEGLFM.com. Hello everybody, Jared Dillard, and joining me for wherever that may be is Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jack Hart. Alex, we'll start with you first. I see that you moved out of your cell and you're in the yard now, so how are you doing today? I'm not in the yard, I'm in the common area. The yard would actually be outside, Jared. Just answer the question. What was the question? I interrupted you in the middle of it. How are you doing today? What else, what else does he ask, Alex? I'm doing pretty good. Sad that the Heat lost last night, but my week, no matter what, is always going to be great because Bill O'Brien is no longer the head coach of the Texans. So, well, that's bad news for me because I needed the Texans to just stay bad. But we'll get I, there. We'll get there when we get there. Davis, how about you? How are you doing this fine morning? I'm a little sore. Uh, took a few wipeouts yesterday, but I'm good. Feeling good. Dude. Do you want to elaborate on that, or we're just going to leave it at that? I was skating around in the parking deck, and I took a few wipeouts. Let's leave it at that. Oh. All right, we'll leave it at that. Jack, how are you doing this fine morning? Doing well, Jared. Um, it is indeed hump day. Just a few more days to get through the week, and it's Arkansas hate week, of course. Um, although it may be storming at the game this weekend, so... Hopefully the weather holds off just long enough for Auburn to beat Arkansas, but we'll see what happens as another um, eventful week in sports rolls on here in the month of October. Yeah, Wednesday's here, but it's just it's just another day, I guess. And while news is coming in about you know Auburn, and Arkansas, and, and, and well, Auburn football news in general has just been depressing, I guess. It's hard to talk about. Uh, but on the flip side of it, uh, they do have the game against Arkansas. Hurricane Delta, as we are now in the, you know, alpha beta phase of hurricanes now. Uh, Hurricane Delta is in the Gulf Coast and it will be making landfall soon around Thursday, Friday. And uh, we'll see how it affects the game on Saturday that I know I'll be at because I have to. Uh, but... Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's giving me Southern Miss vibes. If, ever, if anybody remembers Southern Miss Homecoming from a couple years ago, uh, or that last year. I can't remember actually anymore. I think it was two years ago. That uh, That's what I'm trying to get now. Uh, it's supposed to rain Friday through Sunday, I believe, with Hurricane Delta coming through. But on today's show, we're opening up with the NBA Finals Game 4 as the Lakers and Heat square off. Heading over to, heading over to the NBA Playoffs, NFL News, and then college football but uh before we begin with today's show one thing that i want to bring up and i feel like is worthy of leading off today's show because they never get enough credit 
for what happens. But uh, they wrapped up their season last night, and that was the Seattle Storm defeating the Las Vegas Aces 92-59 to sweep the WNBA Finals. And what was uh, an interesting season for the WNBA as Brianna Stewart led them to their second title in three years. And she, I believe, was named the MVP of the finals. So congratulations to the Seattle Storm doing what the Supersonics couldn't do is winning championships. Not to mention it was actually their fourth championship in total tied for the most of any team in WNBA history. There you go. So shout out to WNBA, then Seattle Storm, and the Las Vegas Aces, who's been a program for how many years now? This is what their second, third year. It's been less yeah, than five. They're, they're about the same as the uh, hockey team in Vegas. Yeah. So time around. There you go. All we need now is the baseball team in Vegas, and we got the we got the Big Four. Yeah, did. Well, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll call it. Well, the NBA doesn't need to move to Vegas. They got they got I mean, they got yeah. the aces. That's that's one way of viewing it. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with NBA Finals Game Four: Lakers and Heat squaring off. And what was a very competitive game from start to finish. Uh, but it was the Los Angeles Lakers pulling out the big win against the Miami Heat. Uh, LeBron James coming to life in the second half and pretty much putting the game away. The Heat, the Lakers won 102-96 to over the Miami Heat. LeBron James led the way 28 points, 8-16 from the field, 10-12 from the line. While Jimmy Butler led with 22 points for the Miami Heat. How three one now, right? The series is on the brink. The Heat really needed this game. It looked like for a second they they they, they were might be able to be able to steal it, especially with Adebayo being back as well. But unfortunately, the Heat fall and now down three one. I mean, how's it looking for the Heat? You know, it looks like Lakers in five is still a viable option, unless I think it's still possible the Heat pull out this. Game five, five right here. Okay, I was about, I, I was about to, say. Yeah. Uh, to push it to six at least. I don't, I, I, I'm rooting for the Lakers, but without Goran Dragic and with Bam still slightly injured, it seems like I'm not sure if they can do it. You're rooting for the Heat. I'm rooting for the Heat, but they're not going to win. It, is what you I'm said saying. You're rooting for the Lakers, which is why I asked. Did I? Yes. Well, deep down inside, he's rooting for the Lakers. Yeah, of course, of course. I saw. Am I though? Am I? Yes, I am. The Heat are just simply outmatched at this point. I mean, you know, they can play their best games, and it just seemingly won't be enough. I also saw somebody who said, "Quote: The NBA is rigged. The Lakers are going to win every single series four-one because Kobe was forty-one years old." And I'm just like, I don't, think, I don't think that's how that works. Hey, I got some breaking news for you, Alex. Oh. It's not NBA related, so we can wait though, Jared. I'm sorry. No, if, it's bre- if it's breaking news, it's breaking news, Davis. Spill Kyle it. Allen is starting on Sunday. For who? Whoa! What? Wait, for who? Wait, what's the Washington on? football team? No, no, no. <laughs> Alex, the the chicken has come home to roost. <laughs> it's from <laughs> Cash the Blitz, Alex. It's real. Panther fans are just laughing in their PJs right now. Allentown has a new home. Ron Rivera's going to be the death of me. I didn't. I, I couldn't remember what team he was on, and then I remembered now, he went to Washington. Now, look, I mean, if I can go on a whole tangent about this right now, explaining 
why it's a bad idea, but we can wait if we want to do the NBA first. We, we, we're going to wait until we hit the NFL news because right. it, it just got juicy. And right, yeah. Oh, man, this is funny. Now, now, I didn't have Washington making fun of Washington on the docket, but now I do. So Shut up, Jared. Here we go. NBA Finals Game 4. I mean, yeah, he back, backs against the wall now. Uh, LeBron, AD had that injury scare uh, when he went down for a, a couple of seconds in the game. Uh, but other than that... Uh, hey, look, I just got it, too. Kyle Allen's a new starter. <laughs> it's for real, Alex. It's no, I know it's real because I saw my uh, one of the guys I follow who's in D.C. and covers the team he posted, so I, I know. But I – we'll get oh. to it later. Uh, but NBA Finals, Game 4, Jack, kind of what's your reactions from Game 4 the NBA Finals? It is very, very hard to come back from a 3-1 lead in the NBA, especially in the Finals. Um I think it's what thirty-four and one teams coming back from a three-one down. So, especially with a team as as busted up as the Heat is, we yeah. I mean we saw last night had a had a turning point in the game, frankly, and with with the with Bam coming back for the Heat, it really seemed like if it was do or die time at a certain moment last night, and unfortunately the Heat just couldn't capitalize, and it, it looks like they've dug themselves a hole that they're just not going to be able to escape from because they have to play flawless basketball from here on out. Yeah, I. Uh, it's tough because as much as you want the team to come back from 3-1, right, that would be crazy if they did. I mean, it's, it's against LeBron James and yeah. Anthony Davis. I mean, that's you – you may be able to get one game on them. You may be able to get two. But to win three straight against them, yeah, I I don't know. That's there there had to be some weird dominoes to fall in order for that to happen. Yeah, uh, and I I don't want to get too much into what the what what this means. I don't I don't want to say the, the the series is over right now. Uh, but I was kind of thinking about the future and kind of like what what does this mean for this Heat team? Because to be fair, this Heat team is very young. I mean, obviously you got Tyler Hero who. You know, is playing at an astounding level for his age, and you have all these young guys on the Heat, and the Heat have a, a, a nice cap situation in the next coming years. So I, I I don't want to get into the future what what this means for the Heat until it's all said and done because I know if if he asked Jimmy Butler about it right now, he's gonna say we're still in the finals right now. I'm not I'm not thinking about the future right now. I'm thinking about now. Uh, but. Do the Lakers win on Friday? I guess that's the question. I hope they don't personally because I'll be on the road Friday, so I'm able to watch. Uh, so me being envious, I want to watch them win. Uh, but Lakers in five is that is that is that's what's happening? Yes. Yeah, seems like it. What needs to happen? What do the Heat need to do to win this? The win game five, just game five in general. Forget the series. Keep right going, now. Dragic back. Nah, that's not even. Their biggest concern. I think if he was playing last night, it would have been the difference. Possibly, but I would say with game five back, the reason I don't think they need Dragic back is because, you know, there's the whole um, idea that somebody who plays hurt is more of a liability than, you know. I'm saying if he was healthy, I'm not saying him to come back hurt. I mean, no, I'm saying saying he's not – I don't think he's going to be fully healthy anytime during this series. So, him playing on the floor will just be him playing injured. And I really do think he'd be a liability, personally. 
I mean, in reality, what they need to do is they need to just do what they did in game three again, essentially, because they got AD in foul trouble very early, which worked. And Jimmy Butler basically took over and was able to have an incredible scoring performance. That's what they're going to need to happen again. And the likelihood of it happening is that. So also will the ex- will since we're on the extra point just doing essentially a series that's an open and shut case because i think we th- all know the lakers are going to win in five will we turn to the debate on who should win the finals mvp i mean i don't want to but it's what everybody's talking about in this series so i mean who should win it or who is going to win it because those are two different answers that's true because lebron's gonna win it no matter what but i mean i don't that's... know man i feel like i feel like they're kind of pushing ad right now no, LeBron's going to win it. I mean, so, no, I, I think there's there's a group of people that will vote for AD, but I think the majority will vote for LeBron just because. Cause Cause if, if we're talking about who is going to win it, it's LeBron. Who should win it? Uh, Probably more AD, but uh, honestly, I don't think those two guys really care about who gets MVP. They just, yeah. want, the ring. They just want the ring. No, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. They don't care. I'm just saying that that's what everybody has been talking about up until this point. I will say the, Lakers, the, the Lakers are a seven and a half point favorite uh, in in game five. So, yeah. Alex, are you still playing that video game? I mean, I was playing a player too, you know. I can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I don't know who was talking to me. I hope you lose. Aaron said uh, the voices are back. Wait a minute. <laughs> I to say. My, my, hold on. How'd you hear it? The game is on mute. That wasn't me. I'm hearing so- – oh, God, the voices are ah, back. I, I'm hearing something. It's Davis. I've been seeing him look down his controller. Are you really going to pretend to be on the high horse, Davis? <laughs> I started up to update my thing, and it's playing sounds to my controller. <laughs> okay, that's what I heard. I, I, I just, it won't I, stop. I, it won't stop. It just keeps playing sounds. Well, you need to – I don't know. I don't know how to turn it off. You made, you made me think that my psychosis came back. <laughs> I'm trying to update my PlayStation, man. Uh, but uh, that's the NBA in a nutshell. Game five is on Friday. Uh, at I see what time is it? It'll be at nine Eastern, eight Central. So another late game. Yeah. Uh, if the Heat do pull that out, game uh six would be on Sunday, which I think will just line up perfectly uh, with the NFL, which. Uh, May not be such a good thing after what happened on Monday. Talking about wait for the NFL or NBA? I mean, for the NBA, talking about the fact that Nick Mullins and the 49ers uh, doubled the viewership that the finals got. Well, I mean, when you hear Nick Mullins, you turn on, you, you switch the channel. At least I, I did. I mean, you switch it, then you saw that interception, you switch it right back, right? I, I mean, no, I mean, but to be fair, Monday Night Football, even I watched Monday Night Football over the finals, and it's only because, like, it seems like this finals is a wash, I guess. Like, yeah. it just seems like LeBron's gonna win, and that and that's it. Indeed, not very fun, I suppose. Who, who, who am I to fight this machine that is LeBron James winning the NBA Finals? I suppose that's a good point. Uh, but anything else with the NBA before we head on to uh, Major League Baseball? Not much. All right. Let's head over to the MLB as uh, the divisional series kicked up a notch. And uh, let's start with the first game. Let's go uh, Astros Athletics because I don't think I'll be able to handle the Astros if they, if they win in a sweep. 
I can't. I can't do this. Man. I, I really can't. I'd... I'd... I'd rather Alabama win a national championship than Houston getting back to the World Series. I don't think they're going to get back. I really don't. But I do think, as it stands right now, they're going to beat the A's. I mean... Like, f- for the life of me, I, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah I don't... Uh, I don't I I see them taking down the A's here pretty soon, but judging from what I've seen out of the two games New York and Tampa have played, I do not see Houston taking taking them down in a five game series. Although I have been wrong about the Astros twice so far. Maybe I just don't know enough about the Astros, but it seems like they're somehow pulling this out when everyone is picked against them. Maybe they're using that as motivation. Maybe it's an intangible that you can't put a put a quantitative value on, but maybe yeah. they found another secret way to win games. Link, if you missed it, but Houston's up two zero on the on the Athletics after winning a series that I think no one picked them to win initially against the Twins in a sweep. Yeah, I me and Jared s- did actually. So, oh my, yeah, we did. I will <laughs> say that uh, out of all the respondents on the extra point gauntlet, which Jack, you still you still need to fill out. I'll get to it. Uh, only two in five picked the Astros. Wait, wait, wait. What? How how's Jack gonna fill it out now since half the series had begun? I know what I would have picked. Yeah, he yeah. knows what he would have picked. So when you go and do it, you're gonna pick the A's, correct? Mm, we'll see. Depends on who wins the series. Yeah. So <laughs> wait a minute. So uh, only two people picked the Astros. One of them in four games. One of them in five games. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna give that away. Yeah, doctor-patient <laughs> confidentiality, Alex. Yeah, Jerry, was I one of them? Because I can't remember who I picked. I don't remember who I picked. Well, no, I picked the A's. That's right, because I hate the Astros. But I'm not I think I might have picked detail. the Astros. I just know that. This this group does not think highly of the Astros as well, but this team, who's already come out and said that you know, don't doubt us, you know what I'm saying, is like, I can't I, I can't stand them. They're like they're like they're like UCF level right now. That's where they're getting at. I want to punch him in the face. That but that's not that's not necessarily. I mean, th- these are that, the defending champions saying don't doubt us. Well, yeah, but. The difference is, you know, is like the Astros were like, hey. Um, the like, difference is UCF, at least they claimed it without cheating. That's what I was going to say. It's like, and then, then Carlos Correa is, and the Astros believe that this run is proof of something, but it's proof of nothing other than the fact that they were, everybody knew they were a good baseball team beforehand. Nobody was denying that when they won. Nobody was denying that when the cheating came out either. It was just the fact that, you know. Cheated. Yeah, it's like that. But, like, they're, they're acting like this is some proof of – not innocence, but, you know, proof of we didn't need to cheat. I'm like, okay, then why did you? They think like, oh, that for it. some odd reason, them sweeping the twins was some, was, some side of, was, was some sign of divine intervention, right, that, that washed them of their sins of cheating in God's game of baseball. And I say nay. Jared says nay. Jared what I say is word. Okay, it's gospel. It's gospel. And I don't care what the Astros do. 
against the Twins. I don't care if they sweep the A's today. And Lord help me if they get past the Yankees or the Rays, for that matter. And God help all of us if they get to the Dodgers. If the Dodgers get to the World Series. Because I don't know if the United States can handle that. Yeah, I mean... It's... It's been a crazy playoff so far. I'll give them that. A lot of upsets. It's been I mean, entertaining. It's been entertaining. Give the Astros credit. They've contributed to the eventfulness of the playoffs. Yeah, they're the, the guy that everybody hates. Jared, I think you just hate them a lot. Especially because you're afraid I, of them. I probably have an unnatural hate for the Astros. Just, Jared, like I do, just, like, just like I do the Rays. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're like, oh, man. Um... The, I think you just hate the Astros because, you know, you're facing the inevitability that if the Yankees somehow beat the Rays, which... What do you mean stuff. somehow? I mean, somehow. Are you ignoring um, that they won game one? Like, I know what happened last night in game two. Don't, don't get me wrong. But it's not like the Yankees are some big underdog. It's like, wow, how did the Yankees... How did the New York Yankees of all teams win against the Rays? That's not, that's not how this is going. I know it was a joke. I'm saying that you're just afraid of the inevitability that if the Yankees do play the Astros, the Astros will win, and then your entire world will come crashing down. No, I wouldn't be that upset. I'd be more upset about the Rays beating the Yankees than the Astros beating the Yankees. I'll tell you that right now. I I have to deal with a lot more blowback if the Rays win than the Astros win. I I want you to know that right now. That's fair. That's fair. Not only did the Astros beat the Athletics yesterday, but the Braves put up a nice nine runs on the Marlins in their game one victory as uh, the the Braves came in clutch late in the seventh inning with a couple of homers. And uh, game one goes to the Bravos. And now the Braves, I mean, I don't want to get, I don't, I don't get ahead of myself, right? But the, Bra- but the Braves are, are sniffing uh, a game two victory and putting the Marlins on the brink. As the Braves try to reach a place that they haven't reached in a, a decently long time. And the Marlins have never reached, which is going home from a playoff series empty-handed. <laughs> I, no, I, I, I don't want to deviate for a second that Alex Smith is the backup quarterback for Washington this weekend, which means Dwayne Haskins not only got benched, that dude got thrown off the cliff in Washington. (laughs) He got got thrown off the whiteboard. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. Where did you see that? Uh, Bleacher Report, as uh, told by the NFL Network. So go to NFL Network's Twitter account. They probably have it. Yeah, I just got the alert, too. (laughs) Dang, Dwayne Haskins... They didn't throw him in the garbage. They they they, they threw him almost they, to the practice squad. They 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 wheeled him to the street, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they locked him out. They locked him out of the practice facility. still wait. Maybe no. they'll shut off his his key card like John Gruden. They should. Or Jay Gruden. We're gonna we're gonna wait until we get to the watch to Washington snafu that's happening. That's, right. that, that's good stuff right there. Uh, um, fact, you're. Your Yankees Rays game that that was a an interesting pitching game because you had both both that game that t- seemingly took five hours. Um, I think it got got up there in terms of length, um, which is just what we're looking at with these. I think the first time we've ever seen this in postseason history, where where it's a five game series where you could play on five consecutive days. So, and the Yankees and Rays are looking like they're heading right towards that, which which make, makes an interesting decision for the for the for managers of both of these teams because. 
these are these are teams with prolific bullpens having to manage a a bull a, a, a must win game every night for five straight days and how, how to manage the bullpen in that situation so you saw both teams go into their pen pretty early last night uh, I believe before the fifth inning both um, starters were pulled I think the Rays even tried to do an opener situation um, because of the the number of, of handedness on the Yankees roster so that seemed to work out as the Yankees offense was was pretty much shut down for uh, as much as you can shut down the Bronx Bombers was shut down for a majority of the game until the Yankees made it interesting in the ninth inning they made it they brought the uh, the winning run to the plate in the top of the ninth but the Rays were able to get out of the jam and escape um, with a win seven to five. So that series is now tied one one. Um, Blake Snell continues to be uh, a force on the Rays bump. I think they've won ten straight games now that he started. Um, not all decisions for Blake Snell, but he seems to give the confidence to the team. Uh, something that was mentioned on the broadcast last night as well is that when you have an excellent closer like the Yankees do. Um, and some other teams uh, come to mind with just lights out closers. You, you really you're playing an eight inning game because your your closer is so automatic. But with the Rays, because their bullpen has been so prolific, um, their their motto being that they have a whole stable of guys that can throw ninety eight. They have a whole bullpen of prolific pitching that really cuts cuts the game down to a six inning game. Whereas the Rays don't lose a whole lot of games that they're winning after six just because the bullpen has been so lights out. Um, that was kind of disproven last night as as the Yankees got a, a few men on and made it interesting in the ninth. But I think it holds true with, with both of these teams having to go into their pen super early. And I think this series is just going to be a matter of who gets gassed first. Yeah, uh, starters for tonight's game between the Yankees and the Rays. Charlie Morton taking the bump for the Rays and Masahiro Tanaka taking it for the Yankees. That being said, both of these guys in the last time out uh, did not do great. Uh, they gave up a couple of earned runs. They only got through, I believe both of them got the five innings uh, each in their last outing. Oh, uh, no, uh, Tanaka got the four in his last outing. Uh, so both of these guys uh, may not last very long if we're going based off their last start. Uh, so you might see another uh, bullpen-like performance out of both of these teams to try to get that 2-1 advantage because the winner <laughs> the oh because I'm tight the winner uh, I didn't I didn't know what that was I thought he swallowed his mic for a second uh, the winner of tonight's game probably wins the series if I'm being quite honest between these two teams okay so it's a coin flip every night uh, Yankees are favored in Vegas but I feel like that's kind of wrong I feel like the, 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 that the, the Rays should be favored but that's neither here nor there um, Vegas it's Vegas. On top of that, the Dodgers and the Padres squared off in a late game last night. Uh, Dodgers winning 5-1 to one after the Padres made some uh, unforced errors, especially uh, when I saw a throw over to first that got past the first baseman and brought home a couple of runs for the Dodgers. And after that, it kind of just felt like it fell apart for the Dodgers or for the Padres, especially after uh, yeah, Padres really didn't have it last night. Yeah, especially after Clevenger left after what, like twenty three pitches, because uh, right. it, it just—I guess he just wasn't feeling right. Um, 
So a tough loss for the dog uh, for the Padres, not only because of the game, but because one of their aces. I mean, we don't know if we're going to see him again this series. Uh, hopefully, it gets better. Hopefully, it was just precaution, but. It, it just seemed like the, the injury bug just, at least from the pitching staff perspective, has caught to the Padres, and they're going to need their offense to come alive like they did against the Cardinals in order to get out of this series against a very, really good Dodgers team. Any thoughts on San Diego and L.A.? It's going to be hard to stop the Dodgers. They, they're an explosive team. They can explode. Um for a lot of runs very quickly. And it's something you, you almost have to pitch a perfect game to get around them or score eight runs. So um, while San Diego looked really good in the first half of that game, I it looked like they got their cage rattled by the Dodgers um, when they when I think they had three straight hits to the outfield, two maybe dropping for hits to, to bring in three runs in, in the later stages of the game. So I don't know how much I trust the Padres or, uh, as a very inexperienced team here in the playoffs to, to close this out with the Dodgers, especially now already in a hole. And the Dodgers, I think, reaching the championship series in three of the last four seasons. Especially when tonight's pitchers for Padres-Dodgers, Padres, undecided, Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw. To talk well, about talk about yeah. uh, having to go through the gauntlet right now. Yeah, if the... If the Padres pull the benefit of playoff Kershaw, we shall see. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how, how Kershaw performs tonight. All four games or all four series will be played today. First one up, uh, 108 Central, 208 Eastern, Braves-Marlins, which was the Braves game on MLB Network last uh, yesterday as well? Oh, I don't know. It's on MLB Network today, and I find that really weird. Like nobody right. could pick, nobody but MLB Network could pick that game up. Yeah, they're usually on TBS. Cause the 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 Astros Athletics game is on TBS. And I'm just wondering why the the Braves got relegated to MLB Network. I, I know it's probably like some kind of contractual obligation here or there, and maybe ESPN couldn't pick it up, or maybe. Fox Sports 1 couldn't pick it up or whatever it may be, but I just feel that's kind of disrespectful to both the Braves and the Marlins that they got relegated to MLB Network. I have no idea if I'll be able to watch that game. I have no idea if it's on YouTube TV. I assume it is, but I I don't even know. Uh, About an hour and a half later, Athletics and Astros play. Houston's favored in their own game. Braves are favored in their game as well. Then at 710 Eastern, 610 Central, the Rays and the Yankees square off. Uh, Yankees favored in their game, and then at 9.08 Eastern, 8.08 Central, it is the Padres and the Dodgers. Currently, there is no line on that game uh, via ESPN. Uh, so, keep stick around for baseball because it's going to be a lot of fun uh, in today's series. And most likely, you'll see one game, cl- you'll see one series clinched, probably, because I just do not believe in the A's at this point. Uh, now, okay, here we go. NFL news. Yeah, Alex. Oh, uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We we have to talk about the COVID test first because that oh, is yeah. that is the more pressing matter, right? Um, not more pressing for me. Oh, be quiet. Washington's gonna be bad anyway. I'm <laughs> Stephen Gilmore has tested a positive. Have tested positive Stephon for Stephon Gilmore. Stephen Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. Steph Curry. Stephen Curry. <laughs> Gilmore. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> what? That didn't even make any sense. 
Gilmore has tested positive for COVID-19 uh, for the Patriots after playing in Monday's game against the Chiefs. Uh, I assume the Chiefs are probably highly aware of what's going on and they're going to get tested. Uh, but the Patriots moving a third player to the COVID list along with Cam Newton and another player on their defense. And, uh, well, you can only imagine that, yes, the Patriots have uh, canceled practices for today. But you can only imagine that this this can't end well for their weekend game uh, coming up. As well, the Titans, who have two more positive cases on their team. Uh, we don't know how many more times are going to pop up during the week, but it's not a good sign for either team going into uh, next week. Yeah, definitely not. What are the, I guess, we all kind of thought about it, right? When the, the, the Patriots, when, when Cam Newton popped up on the test, and it was, well, what happens if they play this game and they come back and some Patriots players are positive and then the Chiefs caught it? There's no telling about whether the Chiefs caught it from the Patriots game or Jordan Ta'amu, right? Because it happened over there as well. But, yeah. like, what happens if another team played another team that happens to be your Super Bowl favorites and they get infected and now they can't play for two weeks? Well, I mean, right now there's a picture circulating on Twitter of uh, Stephon Gilmore and Patrick Mahomes after the game just talking it over very, very close to each other, as in, like, you know, each of their faces roughly eight inches away from each other. So That's nice. Yeah, um, there's that. I mean, it really – when it comes down to it, it seems as if the NFL was, like, convinced in doing they, I mean, they put this game on without Cam got it and Jordan Tomu got it. That's a player on each team, and they're like, "Yep, we're gonna do it." And Goodell, even a few days ago, said, "Let me let me see if I can go find the quote, the exact quote." But in essence, he said um, that their uh, protocols are great, do great job at like stopping the COVID spread. Let me see where. Um, well, exact right I will now. I will say that the Patriots play the Broncos uh, Sunday afternoon, while the Titans play the Bills at at uh, your usual noon Central kickoff. Both those teams are slated to play. Uh, those are the two teams right now that are currently uh, probably in the worst position possible. It seems that the Vikings are in the clear at this point. They haven't had any positive tests, and we'll see what happens with the Chiefs in the next coming days. Uh, but for right now, there are at least two teams where I believe the NFL is going to keep a close eye on and yeah. be prepared that you might see another postponement. We may get two Monday football games again. Or, you know. I mean, after what's happening here, I doubt they're – I think they're going to be more, excuse me, lenient in postponing stuff. Fidel two days ago said, our protocols have been shown to stop the spread of the virus when, when and where it inevitably appears. Well, I hate to say that he's wrong, but I mean, he is clearly, but I mean, you know, I think in reality, we were all being a bit too hopeful with the idea that the NFL actually handled any of this well. I mean, let's face facts, the NFL has not handled anything well in the last 20 years. So the idea that they would hey, handle- hey, when the Patriots do something that may look wrong, they, they hand down those fines. Oh, yeah, but even that's not handled well. 
don't get me wrong, they throw fines at it, but they're like, all right, how many fines can we throw at this till it, you know, repairs itself? And that doesn't even make any sense anyway. I mean, I think we were all a little too hopeful that the NFL would actually have success because one, I mean, again, the way that it works, you can't completely stop the spread of the virus anyway. You know, this is not like, oh, the NFL is ineptitude truly. I mean, it's a virus that you really, is gonna be very difficult to stop in a league like the NFL. That, make no mistake about it. But on the reverse also, I mean, it is Roger Goodell. So, you know. Pitchforks out, we'll get them. But, yeah. all right, let's, let's, let's get to the good news. Ugh. Washington quarterback situation. All right. Dwayne Haskins thrown off a cliff. Kyle Allen inserted in. Alex Smith, the backup. From a Washington fan perspective, Alex, I, I want you. I, I want first reactions. I'll break it down. Okay. So first of all, I still haven't seen the Alex Smith backup thing. Which honestly, the reason I don't believe that is because he's been cleared for contact. I put that in the biggest air quotes possible because. Nobody really believes that he's going to play. Davis? From Bleacher Report, veteran QB will back up Kyle Allen in week five after Washington benches Dwayne Haskins for NFL Network. Alex Smith to be Washington's QB. I'm just right saying there. that the insiders in D.C. have not posted anything about that yet. What about what about good old Tom? Wait, hold up. Not yeah. only is Dwayne Haskins not starting for the Washington football team on Sunday, he's not even number two. Alex Smith will back up Kyle Allen. Right. It's true, Alex. Accept right. it. It's okay. true. Um, no, he ha- he has a check mark, Alex. It's over. I like, I like Alex Smith. I have no problem with it. I just didn't really see the plausibility of that. But all right, that's fine. So, now Haskins had one of the worst games of his career. There's a lot of LOLs in the comments, by the way. I just want to point that out. Yeah, of course. So, Haskins had one of the worst games of his career against the Browns two weeks ago. And then the short leash stuff comes out, and the whole story is that, you know, he has a very short leash on the mistakes he can make. So they go and they play the Ravens, who are one of the best teams and one of the best defenses in the NFL. Now, looking from a numbers perspective, Haston did good. It was his first ever 300-yard game. He had no interceptions. You know, from numbers specifically, it looked decent. But if you watch the game, it was a lot of checkdowns, which personally, it looked like it was the offensive coordinator calling the plays rather than Haskins just specifically doing checkdowns. But that, again, is up for debate because for some reason, Rivera brought his failure of an offensive coordinator from the Panthers with him. Doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, um, so there was that. There were a lot of ch- – he took a lot of very bad sacks, as I think I just mentioned. But there were a lot – and again, you can't do that right now because the offensive line is so bad you don't have time for that. It, You've got to be prepared to throw it away quickly. He messed up on that a bunch. But again, 31-17 against the Ravens. This team has one good wide receiver. No tight. Their best tight end is a former quarterback. They have no offensive line. Heck yeah. And their best running backs are a former wide receiver and Peyton Barber. So that is an important factor to hold to it. Because again, Haskins is on the least talented offense in the NFL. You could say he contributes to that, Davis, but... He does, because he's t- he's trash. Simple fact that this offense, top to bottom, is the worst offense in the NFL. And he's top. part of that. He doesn't elevate it any. He's also trash. Put him on a good team, he'd still be trash. I don't know. He's third string. Hey, Davis. Davis, shut up. Okay, so, anyway, I, as I was saying... As far as the offense goes, you still have the Jets and Broncos, you know, scrapping for first place of worst offenses, so... But even even the, even the Broncos have something. 
You know, they've got Philip Lindsay, I think, still, maybe. And um, they should tell you enough. They have Jerry Judy. They also have the tight end from Iowa Fant. That is more talent on the offense than Washington has. Fair. Look at the Jones, for example. Far more talent than Washington has to Dwayne Haskins with. But anyway. And the Jets? The Jets. The Jets are. Don't you bring Olivia Bell. Because he is not. No, I, the yeah. Jet, the Jets are bad. They are, they are. That's I'm not going to pretend again. The Jets and Washington have the two least talented offense. I'll say that. Yeah, now you reminded me of the Jets. Yeah, I'll and Sam Darnold played better than Dwayne Haskins. What? Nothing. Okay, Davis. And over the next four weeks, Washington plays teams that have a combined record of four and twelve. They are in the worst division in football, and. In reality, if they can win these games, they will be in a position to make the playoffs, which is ridiculous, but they will, simply because of the division they're in. That's not – that's just the simple facts of the situation as it is. So you can say the year's over and spend time trying to build with Dwayne Haskins, or you can try a different thing to try and win a football game, and that's what they're doing. I need to look up when Kyle Allen potentially plays the Panthers. They don't play so- the yeah, I don't think they play. Um, so yeah, what not I, this week? I know the Falcons play the Panthers this week. I always, um, always checking in on the SB Nation blogs because I feel like uh, that really puts you on, uh, puts your finger on the pulse of what's going on in these teams. Um, they, they play December twenty seventh. They do play again. Yeah. Oh, December they have it right. They have it right here on my schedule. Yeah. December twenty uh, seventh. Yeah. <laughs> Homecoming. Here we I, go. At the football team. Football team. So this will be interesting. So, Heck yeah, what, yeah. I, what I'm reading from this Washington blog is that um, you, you don't really come back to Haskins as the guy. You're officially in the QB market for 2021. Yeah. Is that an overreaction? Uh, no. He, he, he's about to get Josh Rosen. I mean, Say with you, guys. He's a bum. He's a bum, bro. He's and I bum. like Haskins too. That's the sad thing. I do part. too, but he's a bum. Like if he was I mean, in any okay. other if he was in any other system, right? He'd probably be fine. But no, Washington, I don't think so. Wait, I think he'd you, still you be just a bum. Said, oh, that was Davis. Okay. Yeah, no, David Davis is the one that is convinced he's the worst quarterback on the face of the planet. Davis yeah, we uh, I made a ranking of quarterbacks with my friends, and he is tied for last with Daniel Jones. So like if you put Dwayne Haskins with the same kind of offensive uh, weapons and uh, situation as guys like uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, honestly, okay, he might get killed over there. But if, if you no, if, I mean, if, I, if you would have taken Dwayne Haskins and put him in Dallas, or you put him in Indianapolis, or you put him in, I think it would. Do, I think it would do relatively better than what the Eagles have right now. I mean, the Eagles are kind of like borderline right now. You put him in Philly, I think he'll be decent enough. Decent enough to where, I mean, he could beat Nick Mullins. Yeah, of all the plays they called were check downs, he'd do fine. Here, here's the issue. He has to throw more than five yards down. He would miss his throw. Davis. And then when he tries to scramble, he would get freaking destroyed because he can't run. Davis, here's your simple issue is that you don't actually watch any of the games. I do, Alex. I do watch him. I watch how bad he is. And you don't pay attention to the fact that, again, I cannot put this as clearly as I can again – this is the worst top-to-bottom talent offense on the planet. That doesn't – just because his wide receivers are bad doesn't stop him from throwing good passes. And even then, he throws crappy passes day after day. And then when he has a good pocket, he can't make a pass. When he scrambles, he can't scramble. He can't do anything. 
All he does is wear his little headband. Dang. He can barely throw freaking check down. What did Dwayne Haskins do to you, Davis? He's just not good, and you defending him so vehemently makes me so aggravated. I don't, I don't defend him so – I'm just patient is all. Again, I think it's important to mention how bad some quarterbacks have been in the past. You're patient. Did you just say you're patient? Yes. That is the biggest load of crock I've ever heard. Crock. Wow. I've, I've watched Auburn football games with you. I've talked to you about Auburn football. You are not patient. I've been patient with them enough. That's the point. Um – I mean, okay. Look, honestly, you just can't accept he's bad. You just can't accept that there was a bad draft pick and that you wasted your pick on Dwayne Haskins. I mean, they needed a quarterback of some kind, so. And you took a bad one. Maybe. Any team he's on, he would not start on any other team. What pick was Dwayne Haskins in the draft? Like, what overall? I can't remember. I thought he was 15th. I guess my question is who was still on the board when he was picked? Because I, I, I want to see that now. It was, it was the 2019 draft. Let me go look at the 2019 draft quarterback class. But, yes, Kyle Allen, resurgence, is back. Kyle Allen for MVP. I will raise the flag again. All right, let's see. Other, other quarterbacks include – all right, let's see. Drew Locke, I believe, mm-hmm. may have been on the board. He might have been taken off already, though. Um, he wasn't. You got Drew Locke, uh, let's see, Will Greer, oh, Ryan Finley, Will Greer Stidham, so. Tyree Jackson, Clayton Thorson, Gardner, okay, Gardner Minshew, but nobody expected that, so I'll, I'll, I mean, come on. I'll give the rest, uh, uh, oh, I'll, I'll give Washington a pass on that one. Brett Rippon. Yeah, I, I can't say that no more. Y'all could have traded up and gotten Josh Allen. Daniel Jones is a bad pick at six. I'm still going to live by that. Wait, what do you say? You, oh, you were talking about just players on the board in general. Yeah, you could have traded up if you – but, you were, mean, but y'all must have been y'all must have been pretty content with Dwayne Haskins to let him wait to wait It really just sounds like the only two good quarterbacks in that draft right now is uh, Josh Allen and uh, – Josh uh, Allen wasn't And Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm sorry, Josh not, Josh, not Josh Allen. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Okay. I, what are you talking? Isn't that what you said? No, it's Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and Gardner Minshew. It's three of them. Josh Allen was not in that draft class, Davis. He's Just right here. I'm looking at him. Defensive. I'm looking at him. That's defensive end, Josh. Oh, Allen. that got me. That got me. Look, I forgot about we, that. We've mixed him up before. Okay, it's okay. Alex, you're def- defending Dwayne Haskins. Don't clap like you just won that. When, I mean, I'm gonna go, I'm just gonna go ahead and say what Davis was thinking. Even defensive end Josh Allen would be a better pick than Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, you know what? I do think that actually, because y'all are so big about your defensive ends. Why didn't you pick him? Because we already had enough of them. Y'all could use more better than Dwayne Haskins. Just also, get why Kyle would Allen. We trade up if we had the 15th pick. And also, Davis, I think it's important to mention, regardless of what is happening now. Was there anything that Dwayne Haskins did in college that made you think, nope, don't pick him at the 15th pick? Really? I didn't really like him in college that much, personally. I mean, what did Daniel Jones tell you that he deserved to be picked that high? He was just a large dude with intelligence. Wow, that's... <laughs> so you just... So so, <laughs> that's, that's so Dwayne Haskins, all he had was that he's a large dude. No, I, 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 said, I said Daniel Jones and why the Giants... That's why the Giants... No, I know. And I'm saying, so why did the Reds or the Washington football team? Uh, oh, yeah, see, catch yourself. <laughs> why did they pick Dwayne Haskins out? What did they see in him that he was the transcendent force that they wanted to put 
him as the face of their team. Davis, I cannot handle you just misconstruing the entire thing. It was the 15th. I'm asking you a question. Answer it. It was the 15th pick in the draft, and they needed a quarterback. So they're like, okay, this guy played good at Ohio State. Let's give it a shot. And that's what they did. That's they gave, literally they gave, what they, gave, they gave it a shot. I'll it give them not, that. It was not some, oh, this is the savior of the franchise. They didn't trade up to get him. They stayed at their spot, waited for him, and if he was there, they were going to pick him. That's exactly what happened. Don't miss okay, So if he was just a desperation pick, why are you defending him so hard? What? Why are you defending him so hard then if he wasn't? I'm not defending him. I'm just over this entire all of a sudden, you know, oh, he's the worst thing on the planet and cut it off. So bad. Like actual Josh Allen didn't throw 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and 52% completion percentage in his first season with Buffalo. But you know the thing is, you can you can bring up those stats that this player didn't play too good, but at least they showed that they could. Well, they showed that they could. Dwayne Haskins is not showing us anything. Did you watch Josh Allen's yes. first year in Buffalo? Yes, I did. Are he you had disrespecting probably second runner-up MVP oh, odds, Josh Allen? Not. What he's doing right now he is He had incredible. moments. He had decent games. Dwayne Haskins, terrible. Really? He can't even complete a freaking pass. Davis, that's just incorrect. But if you want to say it, go right ahead. I'll, I'll let you say stupid stuff. I don't really care, but – it, I mean, just know that it is incorrect. It is. It's simply why. Incorrect. Why is it incorrect? The fact that you were like, "Oh, Josh Allen showed it," but he did. He's Allen. good now. If whatever, if you, I don't. Josh Allen wasn't this. Was not Dwayne Haskins bad his rookie year? He was. Not really though. Not really though. Really, we sent Jack away. Look at what you did, Davis. Jack's he's just, tired of hearing your stupid stuff. He's just Davis, taking it I'm all just in. saying correct stuff. The fact that you can't accept it is <laughs> on you. That's all. I mean, that's it. That's all it is. You know, I there ain't Did you know that uh, his his rookie year, Josh Allen had eight touchdowns rushing. Yeah. Granted, he had eight fumbles, but eight touchdowns is pretty good. <laughs> Look, I just want to point out after Dwayne Haskins, his first two starts. He had uh, a quarterback rating of over 120 in both of them. There were losses, but he did well. After that, those are checkdowns, Alex. Don't act like he's slinging it like Aaron Rodgers. After that, he didn't break 80s until uh, a game against Buffalo, which he lost to Josh Allen, <laughs> where he went 50 for 22 uh, for 144 yards and no touchdowns. Other than that, he's been in the 70s or below in each game since his first two games. He's also had, uh, as I can count, four different offensive coordinators, but that's beside the point. I mean, that's fair, but that goes back to a team who's put together a system where the quarterback can't succeed. No, okay, so Josh Josh Rosen's crying in a quarter right now because he knows. Oh, no, Jared, I completely agree. It is on the franchise and the team. My thing is just, you know – if at the end of the year there's no sign of improvement, yes, I'd be done. But four games into his second, not even full second year, really, with a limited offseason with his fourth different offensive coordinator, I'm willing to just, you know, be a little bit more patient with it rather than just immediately write him off. That's all that I'm trying to say. You know, if he showed me something, I would be too, but he looks terrible. Yeah, well, and also, you- think about oh. it. So, so he said four different offensive coordinator, yes. coordinators, and none of them really think he can throw it downfield, it seems like. 
Well, it's just more like they're really ridiculously conservative player. Or, or that they're like, this guy can't throw down field, so let's just give him check downs. Well, no, last year, Bill Callahan overruled the offensive coordinator and said, no, I don't want to throw the football down the field. I just want to run the football just because I'm correct. And then he got fired. So there's that. What about your offensive coordinator now? Um, the current offensive coordinator, you can't throw the ball downfield because the offensive line only gives him two seconds to throw, which is the lowest in the league. You can't throw the ball downfield if you don't have time to actually let the route go downfield. That's fair, but also when he does have those chances, he misses them anyway. So really? Alex, I've watched the games. You even texted me a few times and went, okay, that was a bad throw. And those are more often. I've texted you once, that was a good throw, and you've texted me like five times, okay, that was a bad throw. Interesting. Just saying. I don't. I will die on the hill that he is not good. Not a good quarterback. Jack, well, let's get your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins. It's not good. Uh, I think the numbers on the Washington Football Team helmet should be white instead of yellow. It really doesn't look that good. Uh, match for their jersey. Would white uh, look good on it though? It look like I, the Alabama helmets. Yeah, I think it. They, they put the, They kind of back themselves into a corner because the the numbers on the on the jerseys are are yellow. Or, or white than yellow, so you can't really do that on a helmet. Uh, but Dwayne Haskins, um, while you guys were arguing, I was watching the highlights of the the Ravens game. Uh, he does not throw downfield at all, and I think as as much as uh, as much as that's a valuable skill in today's NFL, uh, being able to connect on your screen passes, there there there's doesn't seem to be either he's on an extremely short leash. And the football team is not trying to win this game, um, or Haskins just doesn't have the ability to make these plays. And he showed some promise in the red zone, being able to use his legs a little bit. But it, at, at this point, it just seems like there's either he's not being given the tools in his tool belt for fear of of injury, making things worse, the turnover issue. I don't think he committed a turnover in this Ravens game, but he didn't really put himself in a position to either because it was always just a wide open running back behind the line of scrimmage. So, yeah. Uh, but w- without downfield passing, that's not a that that's not how you. Well, you might win this division, yeah. but it's not how you compete for for a playoff spot in this current National Football League. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see uh, what record it's going to take to win the NFC East because I don't know. They're already in striking distance of that, it looks like. Here's what I got to say. Last thing, Alex, last thing. A cool 5-11 and 11 could, could finish. Honestly, yeah. 6-10 and 10 could win the division, and it very likely would. But what, last thing I can take say? Back. Depending on Kyle, how, how Kyle Allen plays this weekend, as in do they make him throw downfield, because he's able to. I watched him play. He – is not amazing at it, but he can make those throws better than I believe better than Dwayne Haskins. But if they still stick to the screens, I will concede as the offensive yeah. coordinator. But that, I will not concede that Dwayne Haskins is a that's bum. Part of the reason that I have dragged my feet with this is because I remember Alex Smith and other quarterbacks in this offense didn't look the same entirely, but it was a lot of just, you know, the offensive line wasn't able to block. So it was a lot of short passes, a lot of short throws. And last week, again, I thought all the screen passes, but usually the fact that. If you tell your quarterback in three games he's on a short leash after a big turnover-ridden game, he's going to course correct way too much and just decide he's never going to want to risk a turnover. Because his the critique is turnover, so all right, I won't turn the ball over. But then that leads to a lot of short passes. So that's that's why I'm just like 
because at this point we're not going to win the division this year no matter who's at quarterbacks we just don't have enough talent so at this point i'm just like look give them the year if we're garbage we'll get trevor lawrence if not we'll get somebody that's just what that's the point that i'm taking you forget the panthers are getting trevor lawrence even though we're going 14 and 2 so you're not going 14 and 2 innocent until proven guilty that's true we're still on track alex we're currently two and two yeah, but you'll, you'll go 13 and three when you lose to Washington for the third straight year. Oh, my gosh. If Dwayne Haskins is starting, I'm not worried about it. I mean, let the record show Dwayne Haskins is not the reason we lost last year. Let the record show Dwayne Haskins was starting, though, last year. Yeah, but is he the reason we lost? Because I do recall those Darius guys. Rest in peace to the Darius guys running back dream. What, is, he, is he still a free agent? I have no idea. <laughs> he probably should be. I mean, yeah, he should he should be, but man, we we were, he got hurt so many years, and we we're like, oh my gosh, he's going to be good, and then it's like, nope, that didn't work out great. But well, I just want to point out that no matter what happens, it will go down that Kyle Allen had a better uh, stint in Carolina in the beginning than Dwayne Haskins did when Kyle Allen won five of the first six games, and then he ran into a buzzsaw. But we're not going to talk about that part because that that destroys my my stance. I, I agree. I apologize for bogging down the show with all the Washington football talk. We can move on to something else like, you know, Bill O'Brien or something. Oh, yeah. Bill O'Brien got fired. Uh, I mean, look, Bill O'Brien got canned. There you speaking go. Speaking of bums, there's yeah, one speak, for speak, you. Yeah. If we can all agree on one thing, Bill O'Brien's a bum. Let, hold up. Hold up. Let, I'll say this. Ooh, no, 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 no. Alex, Alex is still to defend Bill O'Brien. No, 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 no. Alex, be quiet for a second. Let me say if, it. If you, no, 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 no. If you come on this show. If you come on this show and you defend Bill O'Brien, I will end it right now. I will end this show I'm, right I'm now. Not, I'm going He's to not say, playing, Alex. He will I'm, do it. I'm I will, I will kick you out of the show said. right now if I'm you say you're defending Bill O'Brien. Okay, look, I'm going to say what somebody else said, and I'm going to share with y'all and see what y'all think. Because it's something well, you I better know. name drop him because I want to know who said it. It was, uh, I think it was on ESPN. Um, it was on First Takes. Who, who said it? Who said it? Who said it? It was Max Kellerman, probably. But... Bum. Oh, wait, no, wait, no, no. It was he Dan is Ol- a bum. Okay, was, look. It was who? I think it was Dan Orlovsky instead, actually. Oh, uh, even, I like yeah, Dan even, be- even better. I'm I mean, glad he's entered the, uh, I the, the what he world. Said? <laughs> Does everybody get my neck? No, but I agree, Jake. I like the guy, too, on ESPN. Um, he's so like, what he said is that I believe that Bill O'Brien, the GM, got Bill O'Brien, the head coach, fired. They're the same person, Alex. It doesn't matter. What? They're the same well, person. It doesn't matter. The point was the fact that when you look at the numbers and the simple facts of it all, Bill O'Brien is the second greatest, if not the greatest. It's like, like, like going back to last year and being like, we go sports director Jared Dillard got extra point host Jared Dillard fired. They're the same damn person, Alice. It doesn't matter who it is. No, it's not, though. It really isn't. Yes, it does. I'm I the same person. The, I understand the take. It's. I understand it. I don't like it. Like, because in reality, he like he was a good coach for the Texans. The team was good, as, but then once he took ah, off the win, that, I won't like, go that far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did kind of choke the playoffs last year. Okay, thought yeah, of, but I'm not a lot of timeouts. Okay, four Texans standards. Well, in the past, what eighteen years of their existence? Yeah, exactly. He wins by default. No, I mean that. That's what I'm saying, though. Is that like? Really, considering the Texans' low standards, if he just kept being head coach and not traded well of his good players because he was made the GM, he probably would still be around for a variety of reasons. But, like, make no mistake, 
what he did as GM is awful and one of the worst GM jobs in history. I agree, but I'm just saying that was something I saw that I thought was interesting. And I kind of agreed with a bit because I think his, his ability as GM was so much worse. Do not make any excuses for Bill O'Brien. I'm not, I'm not. Cause he was, he was, again, he was still awful as GM. I'm not like saying, Oh, you know, it wasn't his, it was his fault. Everything that happened. It's just interesting to look at like anything. It makes it even worse because he knows his players the best. He, he got Deshaun Watson. He he got DeAndre Hopkins. He he has J.J. Watt. He's the guy who knows this team the best. And his decision was like, DeAndre Hopkins, second round pick. Good, good. And he traded him. Madden, Madden CPUs don't even make that trade. And he did it. What Bill was going through his mind? Said, yeah, let me call security. Get this man out of my sight. <laughs> I mean, no, look. Like, it, somebody went on the Madden and tried to do that same trade, and Madden said no. Jared's really pulling the Madden reference. Like, what? <laughs> you said it three times. Because it's, 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 it's asinine how bad he was. No, I don't make that trade. I would be a better GM than Bill O'Brien. Why am I, why am I not the GM for the Texans? Because uh, you're yelling on a radio show right now. I was about to say, because you just let us yell about the Washington Wait, football Me now. yelling on a radio show? Get to Sean Watson sacked how many times? None. That man's running for his <laughs> damn life. And he ain't got no more Popeye's chicken biscuits out there to help him. <laughs> what in the world? You don't get that reference. My point being is that me sitting here in Smith Station, Alabama has helped out more for the Texans than Bill O'Brien getting the keys to the damn franchise. That's it. That's it. Can can you say that's not true? I, I, I cannot say that's not true. I just, I'm kind of... Using a reference that Jack would say, we could throw tackle sleds in at offensive line for the Texans, and that would have been probably better than what Bill O'Brien had planned for that offensive line. Oh, I agree. What? <laughs> And, this, and and get this, oh, the Texans, yeah. the Texans are a divisional rival of the Colts, and I am still upset at this man <laughs> because I've seen what what negligent GMs do to teams. I lived through it. All right, Andrew Luck's not playing anymore because of bad GMs. That's that's good. Point. Andrew that's- Luck had last uh, lacerated internal organs because of how bad the offensive line was. Because of incompetent GMs. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. I like Deshaun Watson. But that exactly. man was going to be out of the league in about five years that they didn't fix anything. And I just think it's just poetic justice that Bill O'Brien's like, you know what? 0-4, I'm going to take over off of the play calling duties. And that was the key for the owner to be like, get the hell out of my sight. That was the key. He took him over before the game on Sunday, then went 0-4. And, and that makes it even better. Yeah, no, I agree. I guess. So I mean, how did Bill Belichick win Super Bowls with him and Matt Patricia? Because they are both. <laughs> I saw that meme. That meme was so funny, man. I mean, in reality, so I saw somebody say, well, Tom Brady controlled the offense and Bill Belichick did the defense. And I'm like, well, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, they just they just stood there. They're like, good job, guys. I mean, you know, it, you know, some people are truly great coordinators. Look at Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell has not, not been a good head coach, but he's a great defensive coordinator. He well, he'll be better than whatever Bill O'Brien was. No, I he, honestly, he'll probably get the Texans a win this year. Then Bill O'Brien didn't. But, like, I think there are people that are just good coordinators. You know? I just... I think that's just how it is. And, 
I mean, look, it, at the end of the day, you've got to ask the question, you know, obviously you don't want a meddling owner, but what is the owner doing if he's not, you know, monitoring this enough to hear the trade of DeAndre Hopkins and be like, nope, I vetoed, do not make the trade, you know? Cause I saw that too. And I'm like, all right, if I'm in that position, I want to know about the trades that my team is making before they make them. Cause like, if you're trading my most valuable asset for scrub or for scraps, I mean, no, say it, Scrubs. That's no, probably you know, the, the, I mean, if, if Bill O'Brien was still GM, that's probably what they would get anyway. He'd probably he, trade DeAndre Hopkins for a $2 stake if he could. That's pretty much what he's going to get. Sean Watson. Whatever. He traded Hopkins. Whatever. Yeah. I'm I upset. mean, look, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's one of the worst GM jobs in recent history. And, I mean, it's going to go down for a long time just because of how chaotic and a mess it was. But, I mean, you know – the biggest thing for the Texans is really like, is the damage already done? Well, yeah, you're not going to get DeAndre Hopkins back. Hopkins ain't coming back, bro. <laughs> no, no, yeah. you know, I meant like, is there a way back for them to, you know, ten and six? They've playoff? hit some lows, but not this season, I don't think. But like, I mean, because like they don't have any draft picks. Y- yes, Alex. Yes, they don't. Guys, they're, I'm, they're oh stuck my in God. the basement. What I'm saying is, like, like in reality, for what's left of the Texans, do they need to just blow the whole thing up completely and trade Deshaun Watson and start back? No, you blow up everything but Deshaun Watson. No, but my point is, is that with Watson and with, like, is, are they going to be able to really build a team in the time that they have him? Or should they just start fresh? Deshaun Watson's how old? I would say 24 if I had to guess. They have time. I, I don't I look. I'm just saying, without any first round picks, they're going to be just as bad next year as they are this year. That's they why you blow it up now. Oh, maybe they can trade him to the Washington Football Team so they can have a decent quarterback on their roster. Yeah, for the first time in how long? Or maybe he'll join the Washington quarterback graveyard. But you know what they do to decent quarterbacks, right? Yeah, RG three eat your heart out. Alex Smith, Dwayne Alex Haskins. Smith. <laughs> Whose fault was that? He's on the football team. If he wasn't on the football team, he wouldn't have been there that day, and he wouldn't have gotten hurt that day. So, by proxy, it is your fault. My fault? As a football fan. All I'm saying is, the Texans... You wanted them to get Alex Smith, so they signed Alex Smith, and then he got hurt on your watch. All I'm saying is, the Texans can easily blow it up without getting rid of Deshaun Watson. Yes. Now will he trade David Johnson for a pick. Will he stay... For no. that rebuild, I have no idea. They'll get Brock Osweiler back. But he did just get that huge contract, so him not staying is, you know, it's like... You know, well, they do have A.J. McCarron as backup, so, I mean, they're, they're just primed and ready to go for a Super Bowl. <laughs> Look, they can blow it all up and keep only Deshaun Watson and, I assume, J.J. Watt if they blow it all up. Although, J.J. Watt would get you a first-round pick. They J. could J. trade J.J. Watt. I don't know if he'd get you a first-round uh, pick. You're going to lose half the fan base, right? But... He'll get you a first-round pick if you want it that bad. They already they can, let Davion Clowney go for nothing. If so. you get a good GM, a good GM can build a decent 8-8 eight and eight team with your third through fifth-round picks. That could if you get a decent uh, coach, they could build an 8-8 eight eight team with this team that's that what, they that, have right that's now. That's what good GMs do. Watch Romeo Cornell go like 11-1, and one, make the playoffs. This team is not that terrible, like looking at it on paper. 
I mean, your best receivers are Kenny Stills and Will Fuller. So, and I mean, like those are decent rundown field catch the ball receivers. And they're better wide receivers than Washington will ever have. But my point uh, being is that's that also not true. But my, my point being is that the Texans. I mean, you can rebuild. It, it's not like it's going to take eight to ten years to rebuild. You can rebuild. They're in the same. They're they're honestly in the same boat as the Cowboys are. But the Cowboys have more loads talent. They're just hurt and incompetent at the same time. Their defense is the worst on the planet. Hurt and incompetent at the same time. I did say that. I just want to. I just want to. Yeah. Oh, the, I know how bad the Cowboys defense is. I watch it every week. You don't have Why? to tell me how bad they are. You yourself. Because I, mean, I do, but that's to laugh. Well, I do it because I have a shred of dignity and hope that the Cowboys will. I don't know. Do something different, but all right. Here, here's a since Carter's not here to have a conspiracy theory. I'm gonna posit one. Oh no. AJ Hinch fired. Mark Mike D'Antoni fired. Bill O'Brien fired. Is the reason that the Houston Cougars football team has not played a game this season so Dana Holgerson can keep his job? Is there a Houston curse? No, that that's what he was saying. Is that's the Houston Astros manager, the Rockets coach, and the Texans coach? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes. I mean, and, and Houston plays Thursday, so God help them. It's, I mean, it's just want, all too convenient, I'd say. I mean, you want to talk about um, blowing up a team? I mean, Holgerson came in and took a good Houston team, went one and four, and then literally sent Derek King to Miami. So, like, packaged with a bow too. I mean, you, I mean, you want to talk about a bad first? Like, just I mean, that's. Cause, I mean, what like what on earth? Like, I think that was something that somehow flew under the radar last year, the fact that he single-handedly destroyed the Houston Cougars. I mean, what's a better hit job, Holgerson with the Cougars or Bill O'Brien with the Texans? I mean, some, somebody hired somebody to dismantle those teams. And well, I don't I mean, know who it was. Bill O'Brien made the team and then destroyed it. Like, Holgerson comes in with all of his, I was, you know, 7-5 and five every year at West Virginia, give me a million dollars. And it's like, okay. And then he just is like, all right. Now I'm going to send our best player away, go one in four, and then tank. Who are they tanking for? Draft picks? Maybe. What? Oil money. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that's something that like somehow flew into everybody's but, radar. I don't know why people thought Dana Holgerson would make it at Houston anyway. You went seven and five, eight and four, maybe nine with the West Virginia. Whoop-de-doo. Right? West Virginia is not like some... I mean, I guess you can you can appreciate how well he competed in the Big Twelve with what probably is a team that doesn't get the best recruits, right? And that Houston was probably similar to that. You're in a big state, you probably don't get the best recruits because they all go to Texas and TCU and 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 all that in Oklahoma. But did he think did did they think he's he's gonna become the, the second coming or something? I mean, I think. It was a matter of, you know, this is getting a power five coach and we've seen, you know, power five coaches with minimal success come from group of five schools where they dominate. And let's not forget Kevin Sumlin in Houston was spectacular. And same goes for um, the coach of Texas who I cannot remember. What's his name? Tom Herman. Right. That was the name. Um, I don't know Herman. how I blanked on that. But I mean, he was also great at Houston. Horns down. But I think, you know, it was kind of that theory of if you're decent in the Big 12, you'll be great at, you know, the American Conference. Decent in the Big 12. The Big 12 is like 
like Jared. Nothing I can say on the show. No, I mean, but Jared, you, what you said was a good point, though. I mean, West Virginia has never gotten the greatest recru- recruits. Eight and four is their ceiling with the occasional, you know, 10-2 season. That's Texas what it was. No, I mean, yeah, it, it is. It very much is. And, I mean, that's what the factor was. It's like, again, it's West, it's West Virginia. You know, it's not – you know, they're not in the deep south. They're just in kind of the middle of the pack for recruiting anyway. You know, they – they're well, sandwiched between They're on the deep south. Well, you would have fooled me with how much missing teeth you find, but. <laughs> Point being. All our West Virginia listeners just turned off the stream. Oh, great. All three of them. If they have internet to be, if it's quite I mean, honest. Uh, I mean, but <laughs> let, 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 let's talk about, I mean, the fact that the Big 12 is just a, a, a Old West shootout where everybody's standing in a circle. And everybody just gets shot. I mean, and standoff. You don't. You you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't get to the top of the Big Twelve. You just survive enough to float to the top. That's I mean, all that's it is. Here, yeah. Ask Oklahoma. Ask Texas. I mean, Iowa State is trying to win the Big Twelve right now, and nice. we know they don't get the recruits. That yeah. We we know they don't. But, and this is not the same as the NFL. But a good coach in college football, a good GM, so to speak, can win with two, three, four-star recruits. Oh, you're right. I mean, it – I don't know. It's – the Big 12 is, is personally to me has always been very confusing because of the fact that Texas is the best recruiting location in the country, I think. If not, I mean, if it's not Louisiana, it's Texas, you know. And the fact that they still just have seemingly incompetent players on defense for most of these teams is kind of alarming. But I, I guess we should point out before we go any more deep into the rabbit hole is that uh, the Raiders had a positive test as well. Oh. Uh, Maurice Hurst tested positive for COVID. Uh, so I can only assume that they're going to lock that down as quick as possible and hope that doesn't spread through Las Vegas, which what happens in Vegas hopefully stays in Vegas this time. It's not. the Raiders. So that's three teams with positive tests so far. Two yeah. of them, one one's on the back end, but still concerning. One of them monitoring and is concerning, and one of them, we'll see. We'll see what happens in Vegas. Is there anything else in the NFL that we just haven't gone over? Do we need to talk about Monday Night Football at all? Um, man, the Falcons were bad. <laughs> also, you expect uh, anything less? I mean, no, but c- did you guys see Rogers quote where he said most of his down years are career years for other quarterbacks? That's just the facts, bro. I mean, is he wrong? Oh, he's not wrong. It's just, you know, talk your crap, King. If you can, if you can back it up, go for it. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, he's completely correct. I just think it, it does point out a good fact that there are a few quarterbacks that are held to a higher standard in football than him. I would say. Because even like, even when when like remember when Peyton Manning had that year at the end of his career when he was like just not very good that year but like nobody you mean, was like you mean Denver when he had like Brock a, a noodle year. no yeah but like nobody was like wow he's awful like they were just like okay he's old and you know Osweiler's gonna take over but like you know if Brady struggles or Rogers struggles it's everywhere you know what I'm trying to say like Be- because everyone, Peyton Manning well, was the underdog for so long part, part of that is everyone wants to be the guy. That says the dynasty's over. And That's true. Like, it's just like it's very low hanging fruit. 
That's I true. Mean, you can kind of just take stabs at the dark, save a dynasty's over, and hope you're right. Because, uh, I don't know, people just want to be the one to break that. I mean, that's a take to have. I agree. Yeah. It's just, like, I think it, he, he does make a good point that he... When, when you're on a pedestal, like I'd say, probably only four quarterbacks are uh, Brady Breeze, Rodgers, um, throw in a fourth guy. But when you're on a pedestal like that, your 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 storyline changes. Yeah, I for a long time Manning wasn't the guy. He was second fiddle to Brady. So That's when true. he when he finally got up to that last stage, right where you knew his career was ending, he was playing the Super Bowl. You kind of wanted him to win because he couldn't win all those other times. You know, he got yeah. the Super Bowl three times, got beat twice, only had the one two thousand six win. So you wanted him to go out on top. With Brady. God help if Brady gets back to the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers because people are just going to want him to lose. Yeah. That's just That's very good what point. you get when you're Brady. But I mean, even Rodgers, like, I mean, I think people have been trying to, like, say, oh, Rodgers is the problem with Green Bay and, you know, like he's done because of how bad he's been with the Packers lately. And I'm just like, I mean, if you watch them and you see he's thrown it to Devontae Adams and then his next guy's Alan Lazard, you're like, eh, I don't know. Maybe it's the team he's got. Maybe. I mean, there were some years where Aaron Rodgers couldn't play up to potential because of how bad the team around him was. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if I ever met somebody who said Aaron Rodgers was the problem. I think people were just more like, why did they draft Jordan Love as the backup? But I, I don't know, whatever. That's a Packers move. That is. They're looking for the next Aaron Rodgers, I guess. I don't know. By just forcing out current Aaron Rodgers? Not forcing out, but just lighting a fire, you know, just hey, he's here. If that if that was yourself. their mission, it certainly work because I mean he's playing out of his mind right now. I think they just saw a good quarterback that they liked on the board and they didn't see any holes they needed filled and they just went for it. It's fair. I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, anything else at NFL before we go to college football and end the show? I can't think of anything. Well, that was a hoop. Thursday night game is going to be good. Thursday night. Uh, it's Bears uh, Bucks. Bears Bucks. Ooh. Super Bowl 42, 52 rematch. Nick Foles, Tom Brady. Yeah, not not the teams, Alex, the, the players. The I, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, Alex was like, when the Bears get over to the AFC? Yeah, that, I, I mean. How'd you do that? <laughs> you said 42 and that was like near when the bears actually made it so i was like yeah but did you guys see the stat where uh since uh nick Foles since the super bowl nick Foles is like oh and four as a starter and uh trubisky is like four and one yeah, but Tr- trubisky's bad though like there's there was some stat where like in recent games the last time trubisky played the bucks he hung 38 on him and threw six touchdowns it's well, different though is it no, yes. it's. I, I mean, is it though, Jared? Is it? <laughs> yes. I mean, he's not playing. Does that make it different? Yes. <laughs> is that I think it's interesting because I think you had talked about high standard. Trubisky is held to a high standard himself, honestly, because he's a quarterback with a seemingly bad offensive coordinator, based on what we've seen Matt Nagy do to Nick Foles, and you know he wins games. He doesn't look great doing it, but they do win. Well, no, Alex, 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 Alex. Nick Foles was a 10 advisor, so he's better. What? Nick Foles was a 10 advisor. He's cooler. That. That's why he deserves a start. Davis, somehow I don't agree with you. 
Wow. Nick Foles, I think Nick Foles is the better backup quarterback. You bring him in like halfway through the game, he's getting the dub. Just do the you start him, though, it's hit or miss. Just have Trubisky play the first half, play awful just to bring Nick Foles in at random. If there's something on the line, Nick Foles is winning it. What's on the line of this one? Other than tricking him. That's why he's not. If it was the playoffs, he'd win. If it was to get to the playoffs, he'd win. If it was the Super Bowl, he'd win. If he needs to come in and prove that he should be the starter and throw three touchdowns to come back against the Falcons, he'd win. Oh, wait. He did win. What the heck? I wish I could say. I wish I could say his nickname on air. No. I wish. Look. Point being that Thursday Night Football is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Nick Foles and Trubisky on the bench. At least he's not on the practice squad as another quarterback that we know is at this point. Uh, he's not on the practice squad. He might as well be. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for y'all. In the cafeteria uh, line. I've heard this question. I've heard this take before. Is Nick Foles the clutchest or one of the clutchest quarterbacks? Of what? Uh, in history. Are we yeah. so in, in in this in this category? Are we ignoring that Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers exists? No, yeah, I'm not saying because he we, is the we best. would have to. Let's Dan say top Marino. five. Let's say top five. Top five. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it. I've heard this take before. Absolutely. Who said, who said it? Who said it? So I, can I can't remember, dude. Wow. It was like a year ago. That's wow. hilarious because I mean, you've got you've was got, it somebody you saw on TV or somebody that you know? I think it might have been both. I think so, they kind of missed it on TV, and then we You're got ready to roll. I mean, off the top of my head, Montana, Rodgers, Brady, and Elway are like four already. Which one of them came off the bench and led, a, led his team to the playoffs to win the Super Bowl? Which one of them was an automatic starter and led his playoff to four Super Bowls? I just want to say Nick Foles is kind of kind of clutch, low-key. And I will say that even Andrew Luck is, on, is above Nick Foles because Andrew Luck manufactured what? How many fourth quarter comebacks that's, in his career? That's, a good point. that's, that's true. That 38 to 3 against KC and the Wild that's, that's a very good point. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about Nick Foles. All right. I'll tell you something. Like, don't get me wrong. Nick Foles is maybe top 50 all time clutch quarterbacks. <laughs> maybe top 50. Top 50. <laughs> wow. I, mean, no, I mean, really? That's I mean, like dude. half the quarterbacks that's ever played. That's, that's, like, that's like us saying JaVale McGee, the top 30 center in the NBA because he's stars. <laughs> it's not like saying that. <laughs> it's not. I mean, no, but really, like, I mean, because you put people, guys like Terry Bradshaw. Like, Bradshaw was not a great quarterback. When it came down to the clutch for the Steelers, that man showed up every time. Johnny Unitas, you put on that list. I mean, if I really want to go on the list, I could get you at least 30 within the next day. And that's, you know, not including underrated quarterbacks who's had a bunch of comebacks like Andrew Luck, you know? Like, like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, like Matthew Stafford has had a lot of fourth quarter comebacks, actually. Like he had a bunch of his rookie year and has had a bunch since. So like you can make that argument. So Matt Ryan. Sam's, of, Sam's Super Bowl and this he's had a, year. He's had a bunch of fourth quarter comebacks happen to him. Like, you know, it's like he just sits there and watches as we get a curse. Is there a Matt Ryan curse? No, that that's, just, that's, just the, that's just the Atlanta curse. That's just a team in Georgia curse is what that is. I mean, in that Braves fans hold your breath because. Uh, yeah. Wow. If y'all break the curse, we're getting a, we're getting a part two of this year. That is true. If Hillman, Hillman broke the-, the Hillman curse, and if the Braves break the Atlanta curse, we're done. <laughs> it's, it's, it's curtains for us. We're done. <laughs> you might want to go ahead and end me right there if that happens. 
<laughs> All right, college football. Uh, I honestly don't know where to begin with college football. Uh, I don't know if you got, I don't know if you guys saw on Monday's show. I say saw. I mean everybody but Davis was there because he's a bum. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, Davis, how's your car doing, by the way? She's doing good now. She's doing good. Is she purring? She is purring. It was a battery issue. They replaced the battery. It oh, was that was it? A though. battery? I thought it was a starter issue, so I couldn't just go get a new battery. So I had to get it towed. But it turned out to apparently just be the battery. But who knows? I'm still not entirely convinced. But everybody else witnessed Jacob Hillman saying Kyle Trask will be in New York. Ooh. Uh <laughs> And boy, you know I love it because I mean, obviously we don't we don't have to go back to last year when I was touting a quarterback that nobody really believed in. So I benefit of the doubt, I'll give it to him. I'll can see I, it. Yes, I, and th- I'm going to share this just because it was something that I did, but I I want to look back on it because it's one of my worst moments ever. I remember you were talking about Joe Burrow after first week against Texas. Yeah. And- I pulled out the Zach Mettenberger stats as a reason why Joe Burrow would not win the Heisman. Yeah, Alex likes to pull up old stats to compensate for his bad takes. Like, no, 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 no. It's because it was because Joe Burrow in his first year had stats comparable to other LSU quarterbacks, namely Zach Mettenberger. You know, and Joanne Haskins has comparable stats to Josh Allen's rookie, but one of them's significantly better than the other. I even made a supercut of all the Joe Burrow talks that we had, and I made oh. a video of it. I need to. I need to see that. I mean, I don't even know if I even have Has it. Kyle Trask won co-offensive player of the week yet, though. I don't that's, know. Kind of, that's kind of a prereq. <laughs> I don't know. Co-offensive player of the week, yeah. Let me see if... He, uh... he probably should have, right? Like, I would think he won it just because... Okay, but so for Alex... Week, for week I'd... one, definitely. So Davis. So you kind of like, you scoffed at Jacob's take, but who else would win it at this point? Um, his, his tight end. I, Pitts. No. Pitts, Pitts is pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have enough difficult competition. But I, my, the reason I don't think Trask is going to win it is because when I think when they play Georgia, I think he's going to play awful. I really do. I think that Georgia defense is going to shut him. But up. until he does or doesn't. Yeah. Until he's he does, still the favorite, right? I'd say he is the favorite right now. It's that one perform. The reason is I'm looking at you know I'm not looking at you know right now who would win it. Now I'm saying you know at the end of the season who's going to win it. And I really think against that you know if a Heisman Trophy like remember Fournette every year until he runs into Bama, right? I think it'll be the same thing. Trask will be great until he runs into Georgia. Personally, that's what I think. Now if he beats Georgia, I mean more power to him, but that. Jared, screen sharing. Oh, no. I am, because I found it. Ten minutes. You have four views, Jared. Heck, yeah. I mean, I don't, like, you know, sit here and put it out for everybody to, to see, but I do think uh, it's important. To be able to beat this LSU secondary. Look at that. Look how young we were. Look, Aiden's there, Jack. Hey, I can't see it. I just see your extra point show rundown. You're like, you can't see it? Oh, because I moved it. Oh, man. Because I was like, who are we looking at? Cold open NBA Finals game four? Hold up. I got this. Come on, pick them standings. Let's go. Look at my pick them standings. Alex, I don't care about you. What? What? Me and Jack are tied for last in the MLB playoff gauntlet, though. Ooh. That's there. Tough. Now you see it? 
Wow. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And by that, I mean... Oh, I don't know eight years on the crew. But we uh we come a long way in a in a calendar year, I believe. We have come a long way. Yeah, now we're all stuck at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean Yeah, not I wrong. see I would want to pick Texas. Jack, isn't that when you used to have long hair? Defense. defense yeah. I'm wearing the same hat. It is. The more things change, the more what? things change the same. Let's go. And soon to be wow. SEC player of the week, Joe Burrow. I'll bring that quarterback. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. Joe Burrow, it's a little choppy, Jared, from my point of view. Also, saying, Jared. And I, I Look, think he, there's nothing I can do about that. I would go on okay, we'll just I'll just read Joe your lips. After, uh, this week, he said Alex is stupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was wow, Davis, you're so funny. Better than your Jared's old joke. Where have you seen in this article that he is the number one quarterback off the board? Dude, is there a reason? Are we just having having a look back? Oh, I'm like, saying is, what oh, saying. I didn't like the way you said that. All I just I'm want you to know, Carter, well, is that by the time this season okay. ends, uh, are me and Alex there for any of them? Best prospects. No. Uh, in the NFL well, look, draft. look at that right there. The be, Eagles beat the. Did you let me finish? Washington football team. That's what oh, I, thought, I remember right? that game. And he should be drafted <laughs> number one. So depressing. I'll just get through our basing this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We weren't there. That's a step up. By the time we got to the game of the oh, oh yeah, Bookie Sports And I think they start made they may expose Alabama secondary. Wait, wait, no, that's not Alabama secondary. No, that's, that's just deep pain, Jared. Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, that's a different Jared. <laughs> Jared, where are those glasses at? I'm wearing that same that, sweatshirt. Hey, I need a good rush defense. Uh, we Jack have a Heisman has the same wardrobe trophy for winner. Extra point show. He just, he just shifts it around a bit. There's there's Bane Javon. I think this is War Games. I think every piece of clothing I own has been cataloged on one extra corner or another. <laughs> Controlling oh, Oklahoma. Man, I can't and, wait for war games. I hated war games. What? Because I lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I think the final clip was... Uh, I don't even remember what the final clip was. Oh. Yeah, when, after break when Carter came back and he went to Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> He looks he looks kind of broken right there. He was. He <laughs> sat through a whole he are? sat through a whole semester of me saying Joe Burrow's the best quarterback and then he had to relive the, the national championship again. Uh good <laughs> y'all stuff. Y'all broke y'all broke Carter and Sam Northwestern, my goodness. Yeah, we did. That's how you do it. That's that <laughs> extra point lifestyle for you. Uh but Kyle Trask, Heisman. I don't think that's that bad of a take. Look, I I just okay. I'm trying to think of who else is an available option right now, which is why I'm having a problem. Did y'all forget like, about Trevor Lawrence existing or something like that? I mean, no, yeah, but he has such low competition. It's like, you know, like if he drops five touchdowns on – Chuba? You know, yeah, if he if he destroys Florida State, it's a big deal. Okay, so if, if Oklahoma State wins the Big 12, I think Chuba is a candidate. I mean, there's Trevor Lawrence. There's Chuba. There's, I got to assume another SEC player in the running somewhere. 15th year senior Ian Book, Canada. I'm, I'm kidding. No way. But uh, Ellinger? I'm just kidding. Get that <laughs> out of my face. Uh, somebody else. Uh, Mac Jones? I mean, probably. He'll be he's got up the there offense. somewhere. He's got, he's got an ability to put the numbers. He's got the offense. Uh, he will play a great defense this year except Georgia, so that, that could be the difference maker between the two. Uh, I will say oh, one thing that's happening at SEC is that LSU's home game is being moved because of Hurricane Delta. They're gonna uh, go play. They're gonna go play in Missouri because it just makes sense. Yeah, you know. 
Uh, also going on in college football is that we're getting to see the lines kind of flatten out a little bit. Uh, Auburn is still a two-touchdown favorite against Arkansas. As they should be. I know that uh, some people, especially Auburn Twitter, which I try to avoid like the plague. Uh, you know what? Let's be honest. Any fan base on Twitter is probably pretty bad. I'm going to be pretty honest with you. Can I make a hot take about an Auburn Twitter page? Actually, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Ah, go ahead. You can't just throw that out there and then just retract it. Yeah, exactly. The, you know the you know like the Bo Nix Colonel like Captain, the Captain Bo Nix. I hate that page. Davis, oh, don't worry what? because I, it I is think so stupid. No one likes so it. Funny. Yeah, nobody likes it. Alex does. Ah, he always funny. talks about how funny it is, and Man, I'm reading like, Alex. Alex is just so dumb. Alex, you a clown, yeah. bro. Maybe it was funny the first two times, but with every single time he does something, they make another stupid letter. I mean, that's the gimmick is that it's stupid, Davis. Like, it's not. No, you can't stupid. change it. You can't change it. <laughs> no, you can't go, no, yeah, I know it's stupid. No, I mean, no, but Davis, that is, that is in fact the gimmick. That's why it's funny because it's just ridiculous and stupid. That is it. It's not like. But it's not funny. The gimmick of it being ridiculous to make it funny isn't funny. It's just dumb. I mean, I find it funny. It's dumb. You bro. and boomers find it funny. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The way I found out from was from my 57-year-old mm. dad. So, it's yeah. you, you look at the comments on it and see their old people being like, oh, my gosh, I love this. I'm going to send it to my my son. Or old, or Jared, people Jared, our age Jared like, this is so like, dumb. Stop making these. I know Jared doesn't like it just because it's a it's a spoof of the Andrew Luck one from, like, 2013. So that's it's what, true. That's Jared, the original. That you leave it at that. It was, was that original, it was original at the time, well, and everybody yeah, liked it. The, re- the joke was that Andrew Luck's beard looked like Abraham Lincoln. But yeah, like, when that, it, was, that was the whole Bo, bit. It's Bo Nick. He looks like he's nine and covered in acne. It doesn't – it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Did they have acne in the 1800s? What? I think if you had acne, you died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen a person with acne from the 1800, Alex? Tell me that. I mean, that's some Oregon Trail type stuff. I don't know. You got to play the game. You died know. from acne. <laughs> Probably. I mean, look. Is it the acne or typhoid or whatever? Typhoid, typhoid, oh my typhoid God. fever. <laughs> typhoid fever. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the two they had back then. <laughs> or malaria. Oh my gosh, y'all. Oh, there's another one. Or malaria. Oh yeah, a bullet. <laughs> it died at the ripe old age of 29. I don't know. <laughs> Things were rough back then. <laughs> wow, that was that was good. No, but David, you have a great point. That Twitter account, I hate it. So Man. dumb. It's dumb. All right, y'all. Just find find a different player that can match that. Has a, like a long beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, Patrick? Ryan Fitzpatrick would be perfect for it. That would be a decent one, but it still wouldn't be funny. Yeah, he went to Harvard. That's, like, different. He's smart. Yeah, yeah so, like, you know. But, uh... This weekend, just know that tomorrow we are picking Kansas State TCU, number <sighs> two Alabama at Ole Miss. Jack, last time I heard, they're still carrying that goalpost around. Uh, Mississippi State versus Kentucky. Texas Tech going to Ames, Iowa, which we don't have to talk about. Number 19, Virginia Tech, and number 8, North Carolina. Actually, I don't even know if these numbers are correct because I updated them when I was uh, not in the North right place of mine. Uh, number – there's no way Texas is number 8. Uh, Texas against Oklahoma. Tennessee versus Georgia. 
Florida versus A&M, Arkansas versus Auburn, and the extra point game of the week, Miami versus Clemson. Which is still believe Clemson's still a 14-point favorite against Miami. It's just because, like, no one believes Miami can win a big game. Really? Hey, Alex, your Rhett Lashley, the turnaround from Miami uh, quote, is going to be gonna get put to the test right here. I mean, they don't okay. have They don't have to win that you got to play good. Like, no, like, like I mean, yeah. Well, okay, the offense is to play good. If the defense lets Trevor Lawrence score 70, that's not on Rhett Lashley. So. It's not. I mean. I'll still blame him, though. Like. Texas is 22. It, there it is. If it's like 42 to 28, I think that's a good performance for the offense. Wait, wait what's the score? 42-28. Like, I think that's first year First year uh, as the offensive coordinator, that's what against Clemson, the team that always has a very good defense. Yeah. Mm, I think that, I, I got to see the numbers first. That Yeah, no, if it's – yeah, okay, that's fair because you don't know where the points come from. That's fair. What are we looking forward to in college football this weekend? Other than – I don't know if we're looking forward to Auburn, but yeah. Have I ever looked forward to Auburn football? Just kidding. Davis, um, what, you, what you laughing about? I'm on the Captain Bo Nix page reading the comments, and there was a an older lady said, really, this was cute at first, but after last night's performance is getting old, you need to work on winning games and instead of coming up with your next tweet. So she uh, thinks Bo Nix actually runs the no. <laughs> Oh, my. That's just sorry. Sad. Sorry to throw us off the rails. I just wanted to, I just wanted to read some of the comments. I'm excited for the Tennessee Georgia game. Yeah. First of all, let's let's see. Let's get a barometer on how good Georgia actually is. Um, also, I want I'm interested to see how Mississippi State bounces back against Kentucky because after that, they looked like world beaters after that LSU game, and then could barely hang two touchdowns on. Arkansas with Costello throwing three interceptions. I mean, the Kentucky defense that Auburn played was pretty stout. So, I don't know. Mississippi State went from on top of the world to potentially falling to one and two here in a tough road game in Kentucky. And to be fair, that's what you give a Mike Leach at. I, I was going to say that's very much the Mike Leach uh, formula. It's just... And then lastly, um, a game that is inexplicably at, at noon, the uh, Florida A&M game in oh. a, a Jimbo Fisher Jimbo. homecoming. Uh, I, I thought I, I thought we were talking about the Red River shootout, but okay. I'm not really concerned with any other conference at present, so. But the Red River shootout is always so much fun. Eh. But eh. you're gonna need Gus Johnson on the call. Come on. I I'd only watch because of Gus, but nothing that, else. I mean, that's part of the reason I watch it. So. I, I mean, Gus Johnson has such a beautiful voice that I'd I'd listen to him commentate anything. It could be paint drying on a wall, and I listen to it. That's what I. I mean, I think that. um, What was I going to say? Oh, I had it. First of all, everyone says the Florida A&M game. I think they're talking about Florida A&M, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why is this on our radar? It takes me a second. I don't know why. It's also a big weekend for the ACC because you you not only have Miami-Clemson, where we we figure out how good Miami actually is or if they're overhyped in the polls, which I think we all know the answer to that. Um, you have Florida State Notre Dame, um, which is a night game because terrible. It's good. Well, it's because it's NBC run, so NBC's going right. to right. It's under the lights in South Bend. Yeah. So, and then you have what I think is the most one of the most intriguing matchups of the weekend is Virginia Tech UNC, where we're going to find out hopefully who the number two is in the ACC. UNC are long. pretenders, bro. I yeah, already know. After Miami, Miami's going to get pants this weekend. 
Jack, I'm afraid that UNC game will not show us anything because Virginia Tech is without like half their players. They're still missing like 15 guys. Yeah, and you know what? They'll probably still beat UNC. Um, yeah, I said right. it. Yeah, I said I, it. I just think that like really it. Sadly, they, they almost lost to Boston College. Who? UNC. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Boston College is good, bro. They beat that, that's a hot take. Regardless, um, this is going to be – there's a lot of rank versus rank matchups this weekend. So, we'll see um, what transpires in the top 25. And let's see, how many how many weeks out are we from the Big Ten joining the party? Like two? If, yeah, if we're going from Saturday on, I think like two weeks, right? I thought it was uh, they were doing it like October 24th. I got, I got an Illinois-Wisconsin game on the 24th of October, yeah. so two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks out from the Big Ten crashing the party, so we'll see. And hopefully they don't crash and burn on the way in because uh, that'd be kind of sad to watch. I will say, a game that I'm looking forward to. Uh, hmm. Actually, never mind. No, I'm not. I think it's next week. Actually, yeah, it is next week. I'll hold off until no, it's two weeks from now, October 24th, when Iowa State plays Oklahoma. Oh my. Yeah. To play Texas Tech this week, but uh, that's a battle for the top of the Big Twelve. Iowa State plays who? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Oh, I, thought I probably you... I probably left off State when I said okay. it. Okay, yeah. that that's why I was like, well, they're back at it again. <laughs> Spencer Rattler wants a rematch. Uh, I'm back. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, that's also the, the day of the Alabama Tennessee game. Ooh. We'll see if Garantano can call his own number and uh, back. He can call mean, his own number from the ER and <laughs> ask uh. Ask somebody to come pick him up when Alabama's done with him. That's there, also that's also the home of of my favorite game of the year, year in and out, year out, the Syracuse Clemson game. <laughs> but okay, quick quick question before we got to go: Is there any worse rivalry in football in the last ten years than Tennessee Alabama? No, I mean, yes. wait, you mean worse like to watch or worse than that is so lopsided? I mean, I think both apply. The fact that you don't want to watch it because it's so lopsided. I think there have been some decent enough close games it's not like the freaking usc notre dame or all the all the old head rivalries like the game the, game had, that, the game had that one uh overtime game in 2015 and hasn't been intriguing for the past 10 years um who who is vanderbilt's rivals and i'll t- I'll, I'll answer that question well this is like historic rivalry historic uh, Ohio State, Michigan's weird. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the the game is like barely a game ever. Okay, but guys, hold up one second. Let me just. It's I, historic, I'm... but Ohio State's been whooping lately. So, okay, actually, I forgot that uh, Alabama, Tennessee was 19 to 14 in 2015. I forgot about that one. Right. I mean, there have been some half. I mean, last year Tennessee had a chance to take the lead, and there was a 14 point swing. Is Georgia Georgia Tech considered historic? <laughs> that's that's a bitter rivalry. Yeah, the, I mean, well, they, then that's lopsided. Well, no, I, I would. Say, he said in the past ten years, and I, I think twenty fourteen was one of the greatest games ever played, and Tech won that one. Yeah, I remember that game. That was a very, that was a very, very good game. That's when Harrison Butker hit a fifty yard field goal to send it to overtime. Yep. Uh, was, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to say because, like, okay, I mean, I'm looking at Ohio State, Michigan next. I just want to get a uh, just like a rundown on the results and remember what it's been like. Lately. I mean. There was that overtime game. 2017 was 31 to 20, 42 to 41 in 2013. 
I mean, those games have been closer and better than Tennessee, Alabama. I think, I think it's fun to make fun of Michigan and we as Southerners want to, you know, pretend that it's not as important because a lot of people up North treat it as if it's the greatest game on the I'm planet. Not pretending. No, I mean, I, I mean, okay. I mean, I'd rather watch Rocky block on repeat than any big 10 game. Really? Dang. Yeah, it's true. I mean, do we need to go back to the Iowa-Michigan drive summary, or we're going to leave that in the past? What? You don't know. You don't know the pain that we went through last year. But, I mean, you can I want you to go. Stuff. I want you to go back to Iowa-Michigan's drive summary from last year, and I want you to read it. Oh, wait. Uh, I think I know okay. what game you're talking about. And then we'll end the show right there after you read it. And I want you to understand why... I I also do not like Big Ten games. Oh, low scoring, I see. No, read the drive summary. Read read it. Game summary. Drive where, summary. Where, where would I find it? Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm trying to end oh, the show here. My Walmart, my Walmart grocery order is ready. I need to go pick I'm it up. I'm serious, though. Like, is it just on the ESPN.com? It's on the GameCast, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I knew where I was going in the right place. All right, drive summary. Um, Drive summaries. Just read the end result for each one of them. In uh, order. Punt, fumble, field goal, punt, touchdown, fumble, interception, interception, punt, field goal, punt, 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 interception, downs, interception, punt, 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 missed field goal, punt, 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 end of fourth quarter. It's like Carter's reading it to me again. It just means more. It just means more. Okay, yeah, that's bad. Wow. So there's a reason why. Obviously, I'll take SEC first because SEC is where we are. It's where best college football is played. Pac-12, man, those are fun to watch at night. Hold up. Big 12, those are fun to watch at night. Hold up. What? You're going to sit on your high horse like the game of the century for the SEC was not a 6-9 to nine performance. First of all, nice. Second of all, what are you talking about? No, I mean, like... You're going to sit like, oh, that's an awful game. As if for an entire year, everyone was talking like the LSU 6-9 to Alabama game in 2011 was the greatest game on the planet. No, that, that game was trash too. And I'll tell you that firsthand. That game was trash. I just wanted to make sure because a lot of SEC fans think that game is great and still hate the Big Ten. That's why I want to check. If you love defense, that game is great. That game had two two touchdowns intercepted at the goal line. Yeah, that's amazing. That's I just want to do my due diligence. That's all, okay. that's all I just want to check. Go, go right ahead though. But we all know that Alabama-Georgia National Championship beats any game that you can give me in the Big Ten. That, I mean, Jared, that's just not true, but, like, okay. Name, name me a game that had higher stakes and higher oh. value than that National Championship between okay. Alabama and Georgia. Okay, if you want to go stakes, yeah, if you, I'm talking game to game. I'm talking about greatest games ever played ESPN Classic score when you get on NCAA 14, you just completed an ESPN Classic. Alabama, Georgia is up there, national championship. Let, let me give you an example. When you're factoring stakes, 2017's Iron Bowl had bigger stakes than 2019's Iron Bowl, but 2019's Iron Bowl is probably a better back and forth game than 2017. <laughs> I enjoyed both, but. Um, I mean, yeah, I did too, but like, when, when like, I'm talking like, you know, rewatchability. The 2019 game is crazy. Sure. But it has no stakes comparatively to, you know, beating Georgia the week before and now having to face number one again. All that nonsense. SEC championship berth on the line, stuff like that. 
Like if you can you find me a Big Ten game that had the same high stakes, high reward implications as that Alabama Georgia national championship that uh-huh. had the same replayability? Let me see. You've got, I mean, you've got the Ohio State Michigan overtime game from a few years ago, just off the top of my head. That game, Michigan's two, Ohio State's three, double overtime game. I mean, what else you want? A better game. All right. Look, it's it's fine. I mean, I'm just just here to keep everybody in check at least. Some. Alex, why do you die in the weirdest hills? What? Why do you die in the weirdest hills? I die in the weirdest hills. You died on the Dwayne Haskins hill earlier. Oh, so that's yeah, why Dwayne Haskins is from Ohio State. There it is. <laughs> it I wish I actually had an actual circle. Don't. I'm just, you know. Look, I'm just it's weird. time. It's time to go. My Walmart order is ready. I'm what do you get? What I get? get? I don't know. Yeah. It's like 170 dollars worth of stuff. Like, oh. yeah. Whoa! Dropping the bag, Jerry. Jerry's gonna be eating for a month. That's not, that's not dropping the bag. That's regular like month of groceries. That is kind of hundred to two hundreds in that in that range. I, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I, I know you guys are college students, but golly, I haven't right. bought groceries one time since I got here. So what? It's because the, the prison Richard. guards give them food, Davis. Oh, you're know right. This. You're right. Forgot. I forgot what it means to be a free man out of prison. So, yeah, it's uh, it's fun times, everybody. All right. Well, that does it for the extra point on today's show. We were we started with the Seattle Storm winning the WNBA Finals, and by the time we got to the NFL, it kind of just fell apart. But that's just the style that you live, I guess. Live and die by the extra point. So, that does it for the show today, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm sorry about Dwayne Haskins. I wish it. I wish it ended better for him. But <laughs> as you, um, you have Kyle Allen. Excuse me, Davis. Don't eat your microphone again. What do you want? I said bum, just to emphasize that he is a bum. I will say He's that a <laughs> he is a bum. Davis. You. Yes, Alex. You were you were say something. I just said thank you. Oh. Davis, thank you for joining me on the show as well. Uh, continue to play that game. Going, going. I'm playing anything. Dub. It's off. Okay, yeah, whatever, you, whatever you say. And Jack, <laughs> thank you for joining us on the show as well. Go Bravos. Go ahead and go two zero on the series and uh, make Bravo. the state Braves. Yeah, and make the state of Georgia proud. So that's it for extra point today. Uh, remember that you can catch highlights of the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you may be able to get it as well as the YouTube video version uh, that will be live at 345 Central, 445 Eastern. For Alex Houston, Davis Carroll, and Jack Hart, I'm Jared Dose, and thank you for joining us on Extra Point on WEGL 91.1 FM and WEGLFM.com. <laughs>